What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, people? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome. Welcome back. Damn it. We're back. Welcome back to Back to the Classics, the cinematic movie podcast that takes you back to the iconic films of 20 years ago. And uh, we're here on iHeartRadio. What's going on? If you don't hear the weird uh, uh, sound effects going on uh, across the table from me, I have a special guest. He's not even a guest anymore, Debbie. He's more so kind of like a part of the show. It's like This is your third appearance here. And... Uh, and uh, you were on last year for the uh, uh, original film, and now we're here for the sequel. So I feel like introduction is not necessarily needed, but fuck it. I'm going to give it to him anyway. Make some noise for tag team champion of Big Valley Wrestling, BVW, Jace Battle. Jace. Hi. It is, it is it's me. It's, uh, it's a strong style. Savage. Jace Battle, hi. How you doing? What's going on, Jace? No, I just uh, just doing savage things. Still trying to figure out the whole black Chinese thing, right? What do you mean? Very samurai, but from the hood, like right. go like ghost dog. Japanese. Oh, Japanese. Yes. Sorry, didn't mean to offend. No, it's okay. But like, I don't think I am anymore. I'm not even sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's been up, man? Oh. It's been a while. Well, not really. You, you were on the Batman and Robin show. Oh yes. And that wasn't that long ago, but seemed like time. Like, yeah, yeah, that that was bad. Nice. But you know, you're back with us today, and we're we're doing not not an equally as bad, but a, a sequel that um, you don't have to worry about scary movie one to really get through it. No, no, I like I like this one a lot. Yeah, <laughs> a, a lot more. Yes, than than original screen. Spring 2 doesn't get the props. Out of what, five movies? So listen, before we get to this movie, let's talk about you. What's been up? What you been up to? Talk to us. Jace Battle. Oh, well, last time I was here, I was forsaken by the strong style gods. Screw you. But it's okay. I have my boys, Jacob Austin Young and Young Boy. They have my back. And now we form the strong style squad. And uh, since then, we've become very successful. We've become BBW Tag Team Champion. And uh, next week at FSW, is going to be a tag team tournament. 
to determine new FSW Tag Team Champions. So we're trying to get more belts. We need all the belts. Hold all up our, our pants up. Yes. That's what we're trying to do. So, yes, yeah, it's been very, been very grateful and, 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 and blessed to have those guys and have some gold around my, my waist. So, yes, that's just what I've been doing and doing savage things, things like that. So, overall, it's been a decent year for you because, yes. you know, 2017 is wrapping up. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, so, next week, yes. BVW, where's going to be at? Uh, next week is going to be FSW. It is uh, at the FSW Arena. Uh, I don't know how to use computer anymore because I am in my savage state. Uh, I do believe, though, you can look up uh, FSW Future Stars of Wrestling on Facebook, and then they can give you uh, a proper uh, address. It'll be uh, next Friday. Uh, I believe it's the 15th. Yes. I don't know how to use calendars anymore either. <laughs> so I apologize. I apologize, FSW. I apologize, Joe Falco, for not knowing how to use things. But yes, that's what we'll be doing then. So in between doing the wrestling and doing uh, other uh, savage shit, yes. have you caught any movies? Oh, yes, yes, I've caught. Uh, recently, I see Thor uh, Ragnarok. Wasn't it great? It was really good, yes. Uh, it was very funny. Uh, and, and Hulk, smash. Things I like to do. It was, it was savage. It was a savage Hulk. I like savage. <laughs> yes, it was a very good movie. I'm very excited for Infinity Wars. Yes, I am too. The, the, the trailer came out, and I probably watched it at least ten times. Oh yes, four for me. I have to do some catching up. Yes, yes, yes. Because this is like the, the superhero porn that we all wanted to watch, and this is just like not porn in the sense of a bunch of like sex, but like. It's so much going on. So many characters. So many characters. And it just reminds you how DC just fucking up. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, let's just throw some stuff together right now. Immediately, let's not spend 10 years building this up. Let's just throw it out there. Let's put together five Joker movies for what reason? <laughs> Three Harley Quinn movies because, hey, we all like Harley Quinn, don't we? No. <laughs> I mean, we'll kill, we'll kill Superman in one. Haven't been no promotional for Suicide Squad and 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 Justice League, but guess who pops up at the end though? Because <laughs> yeah. we know he's coming. Good old Superman. Superman. DC. And I don't want to spend this portion of of the interview talking about DC, <laughs> but I have to get this off my chest. Um, I too recently watched Thor: Ragnarok Rock for a second time, and I cannot wait for fucking Black Panther. But when you look at Marvel and you look at how they broke down everything as far as this. Initial rollout, fourteen movies leading up to this particular movie. It just seems, and some movies are are definitely better than others. Mm-hmm. However, you have this thing to where it's all one cohesive story. Yes, yes. In a mix of all you know sub stories, subplots, yada yada yada. But then you look at DC, mm-hmm. and you can't help but sit in the theater and just be, okay, what the fuck is going on here? I, I I'm lost. Literally, when I was watching. Batman v Superman. Uh, I sat in theater, and at one point I said out loud, um, this is not to make anyone laugh, I was just in bewilderment. I said, What the fuck am I watching? <laughs> because it was just, I didn't know what was going on, and it was just a mess, and I hated it. And I was watching it for free, and I still hated it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just I figure if, it, if, it, if it's not a bunch of action going on, because by, by the way, Batman does kill people. 
I mean, I don't know when that became a thing, but Batman definitely kills people. But I remember sitting in Batman versus Superman, I was just like, okay, this is bad. Yeah. DC has a lot of work ahead of them for sure. Like, it was even, it, it was as bad as, as, um, remember, did you see The Mummy this year with Tom Cruise? No, why would I do that? Exactly. And consider yourself lucky because I watched that shit. And Sorry. yeah, yeah. And then we, when you finally figured out what's Universal's angle with this whole monster movie universe, they wanted to make like a monster Avengers flick. Because at one point, Wolfman, Bride of Frankenstein, the Visible Dude, and the Blob, or whoever the fuck, they're all supposed to link up in, in, in this one team up movie on some lesbian monsters and I guess fight a bigger monster kind of kind of vibe. So the horror or lack thereof. <laughs> it's not there, so it becomes a Tom Cruise show. Uh, the the trouble with that is that there is nothing organic about that. It was Marvel when they started. They were like, "Here's Iron Man. I hope things work out." And then it did. And then it is like, "Okay, let's keep going." And then like, "Oh, things are working. Let's see if we can connect things. What if we throw this in the post credit scene? What if we throw this in the post credit scene? Hey, what if we threw all the Avengers in a movie?" You just, you know, it was very natural. It wasn't just something that you just did to just kind of like, you know, and it, it, it helps that they were the first one to kind of like do that in a time where no one else was really doing it. And then now everyone else is playing catch up or they see like, oh, there's money to be made here. So they were like, oh, let's just go ahead and do a, a monster universe for some reason. <laughs> and then they decided to open up with, with that, with that movie, with, with Tom Cruise yelling, it's screaming like like a bitch in the in the trailer. We got Tom Cruise. <laughs> it was it was done out the gate. Out the gate, there was no way of salvaging that. They basically, you know, they basically try to sell you on the plot. Hey, listen. We got Tom Cruise <laughs> like, in oh, the mummy. Okay. Like, What's the oh, last time Tom Cruise is like, uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, is this 1996? Is, Could it be? <laughs> is this <Mr>. <laughs> <Possible>? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got Tom Cruise. Awesome. So, um, so, so going back to Avengers: Infinity War. You know, there's definitely uh, um, some Vegas luck, Vegas bets going on t- to see uh, who's gonna die. Oh, you know. Well, obviously, uh, the thing I was always, uh, I always said, uh, I was like, oh, okay, well, Vision, of course, because he has a stone in his head. But then they went ahead and showed them trying to extract stone from head in the trailer, and usually they don't show deaths. And, so and that pretty much lets you know Vision's out of so here. So I don't, I don't know now. I don't, like, maybe they take it from him, maybe he survives, because usually they just don't give away a death in a, in a trailer. So I'm not sure. Um so I I don't know, it's I've been I've been thinking about this for years now. I'm pretty sure once the second, uh, or the, the the fourth of eight Avengers movie, uh, comes out in 2019, uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, will for sure uh, probably not make it out. You have two other guys there who can pick that up for him. Um, you, you know I agree, but I feel like. If I'm gonna call, if I'm gonna end three, three different lives, three, I feel like two major deaths are gonna happen. Now, out of that two, I want to say 
Tony's out of here. I think, I think Iron Man's out of here because you got uh, uh, Ro, Rhodey, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle plays War Machine, which is yeah, so yeah. fucking weird. Yeah, but. he looks sickly. Yeah, I don't <laughs> believe that you would blow up any. Well, he's in an iron suit, so. Like, but then again, you know, we, 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 we could have had Terrence Howard. And I, and I don't think I, I want to. Tony! No, I will pass on this. <laughs> what's, going on with your, what's going on with your Iron Man, Mike? <laughs> so listen here, Mike. <laughs> we're going to go after, uh, after, uh, after the big purple dude, Mike. And uh, hopefully, Mike. We make it up this thing alive, man. Hey, no, just sit, 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 sit down. Sit no, down. no. How about you just don't type come, something don't up? Come to this. <laughs> sit this fight out. Sit this fight out. So, um, so yeah. So, so I, I say Iron Man's out of here, and I also say um, the Hulk. The Hulk, really? I think the Hulk's probably the most likely to die because his his storyline has been stretched out instead of giving giving him his own movie. And yeah, I don't think that he's gonna be getting his own movie movie anytime soon. Nope. Uh, because Universe is being stingy. Mm. Oh, oh, what about Drax? Drax from Guardians. Nah, I think Drax going to hang around for the next Avengers flick. Because as we go into this cosmic side of things, I feel like the Guardians are going to really... The Guardians, Thor, you know, um, Black I Panther. With Thanos, though. Yeah, but, you know, Thanos is the one I need to kill. But I feel like you have enough, you know, people on your squad to where Thanos can handle it. Just kind of stay out the way. I don't know. He kind of just smacked Iron Man aside like he was nothing. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as we're going, as we're going into the uh, to the winter uh, movie season, um, which we're, we're here now, the the fall movie season. Um, what are you most looking forward to? Uh, it's a it's a, it's a tough one. You got the post coming uh, out. Actually, you know what? No, disaster artist for sure. Right. Disaster artist. Uh, I uh, the room is is is, is definitely something. It's something. Uh, it's already not good. It's definitely not good. It's good in the, the worst ways possible. But <laughs> I am definitely looking forward to that one. Uh, I've just always been a big fan of uh, of Seth Rogen and and, and James Franco. And then them just covering this whole weird movie, this weird person and Tommy Wiseau <laughs> in general. It, it has me very excited. Uh, I'm trying to read a disaster artist book, uh, but now that I'm savage, I don't really know how to read too well. So it's taking me a long time. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very excited for that. Um, Star Wars, I will watch Last Jedi. Uh, I'm not, I haven't been too excited about trailer, though. They haven't really done anything to get me super excited about it, but uh, I will watch because it is Star Wars, and I, I like those kind of things. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking more. I'm looking most forward to. Um, I want to see the post with Tom Hanks. I know it's not. It's not Star Wars. Matter of fact, I'm completely just bored. Everybody just know with my selection, but uh, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to the post. Um, I'm really into the fact that they. Um, they uh, got this movie done in such a fast-ass amount of time. Like how long? Like, I want to say they announced it in tu oh, in Tuesday. They announced it in, in uh, I want to say, like, either February or March. Got They shot it in, like, May. Had it in post by, like, ah. August, and I was ready to go by December. I'm like, <laughs> there oh, there you go. Oh, okay. So no time was wasted, I see, which is awesome. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to... Hmm. Oh, you know what? I really want to see all the money in the world. 
because after the whole Kevin Spacey debacle, and I, you know, oh, I had, the one that they spent all the money in the world to, to get re- out. <laughs> <laughs> that one? They replaced Kevin Spacey with with Christopher Plummer. Now, I get it. The whole rollout for this movie was uh, to get Spacey an Oscar nomination because in some because he's he's in so much makeup. No he, further Oscar. <laughs> He's practically unrecognizable in the, in the roles with, 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 with that first trailer, and it's almost like things just come crashing down once we find out that Kevin Spacey likes little boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I, 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 I feel as if even though Chris, Christopher Plummer is, is, is a fantastic actor, but they literally just got Plummer in a suit playing, <laughs> playing Getty, so it's not as. Oh wow! Look at look at Christopher Plummer in makeup that he's not in. <laughs> and he's he's literally just he's just that old. But um, uh, the, the 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 second trailer I thought looked pretty cool. I thought it was uh, definitely uh, uh, a change of tone. It went from this dark, you know, kidnapping drama to this fucking action flick out of nowhere. But you know, whatever, you know. You gotta do what you have to do to sell movie. You gotta do what you gotta do to sell the movie. <laughs> Um, you want money or you want Oscar? Money is cool. You know, Oscar's great, but money is a lot better. <laughs> but uh, I also, call me crazy, I'm also looking forward to, to uh, Jumanji. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> you are on your own with that shit. Maybe no. wait to, to, for a $5 Walmart bin? No, nah, you know, I'll probably do a $5 haul at the theater. You oh, know what I'm saying? Okay. But, but uh, the trailers have... Won me over in a sense to where I'm at least, at the very least, curious. I love the fact that Dwayne Rock Johnson can play virtually same main over and over in the same movie. Like, didn't just a trailer come out for Rampage? Rampage, and, he's, and I looked exactly he's the, the same, same character from like Jumanji. They, they took the dude from San Andreas, put him in Jumanji, <laughs> took him out of Jumanji, put him in put this, him in put him in Rampage. Take him on a rampage, put him in Skyscraper, another movie he's got coming out. Have him grow goatee. Now he's doing the uh, Hobbs movie later on this year. Oh, it's hey, like, can, okay. can we just put a wig on him maybe and make him look a little different? <laughs> like, does he get any kind of makeup? Or he's, no, he, no, he's just big, buff, bald guy. See, so you're telling me every movie he does has the same bull tattoo on his arm. Yes. Every character has that Can't same. Cover that up. No, gotcha. They okay. all have the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they'll have the same icon. Very iconic, uh, very, very often used eyebrow. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> Jumanji. see maybe Lady Bird. Lady Bird looks okay. Yeah, maybe that. Also, uh, what's the other movie with the weird title? Three, three Billboards. Three Billboards Outside of outside Ebbing, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I want to check that out, check too. Check that one out, too. Those help me get non-savage, maybe. I don't know. They look very, <laughs> with very, uh, Dan, was it, uh, what is the... The term, you go to the film festival. It's not Skydance. That's a production company <laughs> that ruined Terminator. Uh, 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 Toronto, uh, what is it called? Um, sub, um, oh, I forgot what the film festival is called. Wait, uh, the uh, uh, TIFF? No. No. Sunday. Sundance. Sundance. Yeah, it's Sundance. not Skydance, but it's Sundance. It is. It looks like a uh, very Sundance uh, Academy Award winning film movie, maybe. The Sundance Academy's in the Arizona today. Yes. All right, man. Are you, are you ready for two minute drill? Yes, I'm ready. Yes. All right, so um, we're going to kick this off two minute drill. So 
of course, like we did last year with Scream, and I can't believe like they they pumped out Scream too, literally a year later. Yes. <laughs> you didn't. You, this There's way, money to be made. Like no 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 Craven no no no. You could do music of the heart later. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing Scream too now. Okay, you can take a break. You know, write treatment for Vampire in Brooklyn too if you like. But Scream Three is happening, <laughs> whether you like it or not, good sir. Oh no. <laughs> hey, listen, man, I just want to do something. No, 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 Wes. You're gonna do Scream Three, and four, and five, and six, and seven, and eight. No, just four. He he died now. May he rest. So may he rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so two minute drill with Jay's battle starting now. All right, who plays Billy in Stab? Oh, uh, Luke Wilson. Jesus Christ. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Ding, that's correct. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who? Your question. <laughs> uh, who plays uh, Sydney in, in Stab? Tori Spelling. Oh, dang, yes, you got that. She's, right. She looks like a foot. That's the only place she can get right. Yes, in a parody of a parody. parody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, according to uh, to Haley, Sydney's form of fine stands for what? Her form of fine? When she says, I'm fine, what does fine mean? Oh, man, I don't know. Eight seconds. Oh, I'm going to give up. I don't know. Three seconds. Okay. Uh, uh, it stands for fucked up, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Mm, okay. Okay. I see. That's right then. She is definitely fine. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, the finest. Oh, also, um, I, I was doing research on movie, and uh, they had many different uh, scripts with different killers, and, and the cast members were taking bets on who would be the killer, who would be correct uh which which actor or actress uh was uh correct and who won correctly guess the killer the real killer uh, five seconds oh shit i must have zoned up i don't, I don't remember it's uh it's david arquette he was the one who correct he correctly guessed who a killer would be in the movie okay yes Okay, so we got eight seconds. Last one. Uh, who, so, so who played? So sorry. What play did Sydney win the lead role? Uh, okay. I don't even. It was. I hated that scene so badly. So I don't remember. <laughs> I'm like, what fucking play is this? <laughs> and she was acting very terrible. She was really into it though. Oh man! <laughs> well, uh, obviously you know what, what, movie, what movie we're talking about. If you don't know, where have you been? We're taking it back okay. to 1997. Scream Two. Original uh, release date is December 12, 1997. Shares opening weekend with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, maybe number one that day. Yeah, I believe it did. Uh, it did pretty well that day. Um, 81 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm, that's fair. That's fair. Is that fair? Yeah, that's very fair. I enjoyed that movie. For a, I, w- I would say it was a less than stellar sequel, but it was very fun. Tolerable, tolerable, I'd say. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'd say even more than tolerable. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy it quite a lot. It's very fun. It definitely has its, uh, its, its, its dumb moments. And I really hate the score going on in there. It's really weird. The music cues. It's, it's, those are kind of annoying. But other than that, those are like really just nitpicky things. Well, I, I can tell you right now... When you, when you bring up music cues, the music cues in this movie annoy me so fucking much. Yeah, they're pretty bad. I unfortunately do know the song Red Right Hand very well now because of, okay, it played at least six times throughout the movie. <laughs> like, okay. So it doesn't mean that I cared about the show up or Red Right Hand. Boom, don't, don't. Yeah. That's a good one, though. It's a, it's a very good one. Uh, it's like it goes hand in hand with the movie. It's very good. Right, right. Also, l- let's not uh, t- uh, stay away from the fact that Scream 2 uh, definitely um, is one of those many examples of when the black people don't make it past opening credits. Oh, well, that, therein lies the, the fun part. Is because, yes. Like, it's, it's, you know, the movie, the Scream franchise parodies pretty much other horror movies. So the whole uh, cliche of the black people not making it, you know, them dying first, that's the whole reason they end up dying first in the beginning of the movie, which is, it's fun. Uh, Because for the most part, they try to steer away from that in horror movies now. You don't see a lot of (laughs) African-Americans getting uh, killed off very early uh, or first in horror movies now. So, you know, that was just what the, there was a shout out to that. Well, I mean, you know, later on in life, we got Ella Cool J surviving Deep Blue Sea. Oh, which at is some something point, everybody starts surviving everything. Buster yeah. Rhymes. Yeah, he made it out of Halloween. Made it out yeah. of Halloween. Yeah. You got Ella Cool J, as you said, also on Halloween. <laughs> LL Cool J uh, survives shark attacks in Deep Blue Sea. LL said, it's, it's not my contract to die. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't my bird. <laughs> you my bird. Blow up. <laughs> But this movie takes place, um, for what we know, two years one. after. Whoa, well, it, is it one? It's one year. Exactly one year yes, later. Yes, it's exactly one year later. Hmm. Yes. And go figure, Scream 2 will come one year later. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> before we get to the actual opening scene, this is one of those scenes I just I must talk about. To kind of jump around real quick, if this movie takes place one year later, means Gail wrote the book. In the hospital. And literally, as she was in the hospital <laughs> treating her wounds. Treating her wounds. She was on chapter five. She already. was like, shit, this is going to be some good <laughs> shit. I'm going to sell these right now. Not only that, sells fast. the book. It gets a movie deal in this little time. And then the movie is shot and, and it's, it's premiering. <laughs> the movie will probably be trash, but it's going to make a top dollar at box office. I'm sure it when, did. When you get Luke Wilson to play Skeet Ulrich and that horrible, wow, wow. <laughs> 
come on, listen, Sid. Listen, you got yell at it, go. And I'm like, wait a minute. Moms and dads leave. Mom and dads leave. Moms leave. Aren't you like 40? <laughs> you playing a high schooler? Yes, yes, yes. So, all right. So, we're at the, the, the sneak preview, so to speak, of Stab, which is a hell of a title for a movie. Um, very, very much to the point. Yes. You <laughs> know what you're getting into. <laughs> Stab opens Friday. Is that a comedy? No, no, no. Of course not. No, no. But it's a movie that's based on the Woodsboro, Woodsboro murders. And, and, and you can just tell this is a movie because... They do. They make no attempt to like change the characters' names. Like that's Sidney Prescott. Yeah. <laughs> that's Billy Loomis. That's Dewey. Like, everybody's playing themselves. At no, this point. no names have been changed to protect the innocent. No, no, because this didn't really happen. <laughs> you know, this, this, this inspired by a true story that was just a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most real story. But uh, but but Sidney, uh, who's now in college, she goes to Windsor College, mm-hmm. and uh, seniors from that from that uh, school. Uh, Played by Jada Pinkett Smith and Omar Epps, the also only very too old. also very too old to be college seniors. But <laughs> we digress. <laughs> They're going to this movie, and this is by far the most active, interactive <laughs> screening for a movie I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yes, I, I I tend to forget just how much involved theater is with this movie. <laughs> Like they're literally ushers, like they're spinning things and ghouls come flying around and everyone's in costumes. You would think that this would be a very, very bad idea. I mean, well, maybe it was it was the nineties. Uh, theaters hadn't been shot up yet and stuff, so security measures probably. I mean, b- before we get to the actual screening room itself, there's a huge stab guy outside on the marquee, and it's going to be down to stab and- <laughs> playing tonight. Stab. Now, see, I think the theaters are just being kind of cavalier with their finances at that point because you have to take that thing down in, like, three weeks maybe. Why why are you even having that thing up? Like, how much did that cost? Who put that up there? Did the studio <laughs> take that over? <laughs> did the studio the give costumes that? as well? Like, the, studio, the, the studio gave costumes. Gave costumes out, yeah. So we're not afraid of any kind of copycat. No, <laughs> no, no. No. Okay. They were just setting themselves up for someone to get murdered that night. And lo and behold, somebody can murder that night. But uh, okay, so so uh, Jada Pinkett's character does she have? Oh, she has a name, Maureen. Maureen, she, she's yes. Maureen. And uh, Omar Epps is play later. And then his, uh, his, his last name, I think, is Stevens. Phil. Phil. Phil yeah. Stevens. Yes. Which Black also comes into play later. Black man named Phil. <laughs> um, so. She's all like, "This is stupid," and people. She wants to go watch. I'm, I'm also, I'm also wondering about. I think, I think they're the only black people in the entire theater. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm gonna go back and watch and see, but probably yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. getting the urge that they're the only black people in this entire movie, and because, and, and then it makes you wonder with all this stab vision going on, it's like, who's actually watching this fucking movie? <laughs> I don't think anybody was. Cause it seems like when when actual murders happen, they're running around there trying to stab each other. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, who's actually watching the? Who's trying to collect these plot points that you can put together? No, Nobody. it's like, hello, city. Yeah, it's like, yeah. What? Kill that bitch. <laughs> she answered phone. Why? Why are we? Why are we cheering for? And and, and then of course, like like once the actual murder is taking place in the movie. The ushers are flying around this ghost face <laughs> thing, and then there's, there's not only uh, 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 lightning in the movie, there's lightning in the theater. 
Yeah, I, yeah, this is yeah. way too much going. I don't think this is way above their pay grade. Then. Super. I mean, like, they're what? probably making like five fifty an hour. This this is this is nice ninety seven. I'm running a bet. This is about three dollars, four dollars an hour right now. So who's putting up the the budget to have this grand experience in this movie? I have all these ushers in here doing more than cleaning. And, 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 and still have to clean the fucking theater. Yeah. Still have to clean the theater afterwards. Yeah. Somebody tell me, I, I gotta fly this ghost shit, provide the soundtrack for this whole situation, and lighting still effects. lighting effects. Give them their utensils to have this dumbass time. After they leave, I gotta strike. <laughs> the <scene> here. <laughs> I gotta, like, this is a whole performance I, at this point. I gotta reel the ghost face dude back to his original <laughs> position. Uh, this, this, this is horrible. But um, okay. So before I, before I speak on Jada's death, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but it's like it's, it it I was instantly pissed when I saw this. Omar's death or Phil's death, so to speak. Yes, yes. He goes to the bathroom. He literally hears what appears to be some sort of sexual. I never knew what was going on. And like, then when you listen, it's like, like yeah, like, like yes, daddy. I'll give you the answers, daddy. Then, like excuse me, excuse me. And so he leans for it. Now this is the only time I thought about scary movie one. When he leans his head, when he leans his, when he puts his ear against the bathroom stall, I'm expecting the dick to come through the other ear. But because it's not scary movie, I'm like, okay, let, let me let me reel that no, in. No, no dick in the ear. No, no dick. Just knife. And then you have to think about. You see a lot during this movie. There's nothing but coincidences all over the place. Like, <laughs> okay, so you have to sit there and wait for this guy to be alone, or even sort of alone. He's also bold. This killer is because he goes to bathroom. Two stalls are being used. So, actually, the killer's already in the in one of the stalls. So, Omar Epps, or Phil, has <laughs> to go into the other stall. And then you have to basically hope that he puts his ear up against the door. And then, or, and then you have to also hope that you're stabbing in the right the direction. Right direction. Now, now, even on the stabbing of the actual door, I've never stabbed a bathroom stall before. So... Is is the material on the stall that loose to where you can actually put a whole knife through it? Put a whole knife through it and into someone's skull. <laughs> like, yeah, you apparently. Gotta, that's some superhero strength to even put that whole <laughs> knife through that man's head like that. But, <laughs> but, I, I'm not the one that got you hear that for me. But, so, he gets stabbed through the ear tr- to pretty much being a pervert, trying to figure out what <laughs> possibly gay action is going on next door. And you stab him through, whatever. So, the killer... Puts on Phil's jacket. It's his cool leather jacket. It's cool leather, cool, cool brown leather. D'Angelo his, brown sugar cover <laughs> jacket. By the way, D'Angelo is like the very first song. Yes, it is. <laughs> She's always in my hair. <laughs> so he, he goes, he goes, he goes down there. He's sitting next to Jada Pinkett, and I'm also thinking scary movie at the time, but I feel like we're we're good. And then all of a sudden, when the stabbing is happening in stab, she's getting stabbed. Yeah, she noticed blood on him, and then she's like, mm, no, 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 this is no good. This and is not like, like, ah, I have a knife. But the kicker is she she looks at her hand for like 10 legit seconds. Yeah, it's like a like, while. Huh, like, this... After three seconds, I'm like, oh, it's blood. I'm going to get up <laughs> Like, this bleed. is blood. Why are you bleeding? Are you bleeding? <laughs> are, are, are you not bleeding? So I'm going to keep on looking at my hand until you decide to pull something out and stab me, and then you get stabbed. And so... <laughs> Mind you, as everybody in the theater is losing their fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> over the over nothing going on. Over really. nothing that's really happening. <laughs> she's really getting stabbed. 
Yep. So by the time she no gets, one notices. Nobody, nobody notices the red There's shit. There's some blood spurts on somebody, and they're like, oh, what is this? Like, this is actual blood? But it, no one notices the fact that there is a whole woman getting stabbed to death. So when she goes on top of the, um, on top of the, 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 the theater stage, apparently, and <laughs> looks back, ah! and then drops. <laughs> and then we get screamed to. like, oh, no. Like, huh, yeah. she's, she's really bleeding. You know what? There's one part uh, before that whole death when she was talking through the movie that she got shushed. And that annoyed the hell out of me because they're sitting there making all the noise in the world. <laughs> With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> they are literally running around chasing each other. With but one person person makes comments during the movie and they're like, shh, shh, stop. And then she's dead. They should have went to go see Speed 2 Cruise Control across the I believe that, that's, that's what was playing. Uh, probably, she, it was 1997. She, I believe that's Either what that or like like Hope Floats or some shit was oh, probably yeah, out around that time. True, also true. Yeah, yeah but Omar Epps, he, he, he clearly stated, unless she's naked, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> <laughs> More power to you, my man. But, um, but, well, you're dead now. So. Well, I, I, I guess it doesn't no matter. Power. <laughs> so uh, the, ne power. the next day... Of course, the news is going ape shit over. Oh, what's bro murders a year later? Sydney goes to this school, <laughs> and of course, the kids that got killed last night go to this school. <laughs> so, is it, so are we going back to what happened in Woodsboro? What city are we in? I don't know what city we're in, but we're not in Woodsboro anymore. But uh, of course, there's a whole me media circus. We get our first look at uh, Debbie Salt. Which is the super journalist name. <laughs> Debbie Salt. Debbie Salt, played by Lori Metcalf. Fresh off of Roseanne. <laughs> she uh, she uh, descends upon uh, Sydney, uh, who now studies at this school, uh, along with her her homegirl, uh, Haley, played by Lisa Neal, who also does not look like she's college age to be there. No, no, no one is college age. <laughs> her, you know, her, her new boyfriend, Derek, Jerry O'Connell, who's also definitely not college age to be there. <laughs> And he then, might be the closest, actually. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell is like he came straight he's from the baby face. he came straight from the Rudy set. <laughs> is he even in Rudy? I don't think he's even, even he in Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> yeah, but sure. I feel like he's like fresh from the Rudy set with the tucked in button up shirt, the khakis. Like, dude, no, 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 no. Uh, of course, Randy's back with us now, Jamie Kennedy, and he's. Very toned down now. He's, he's, he's very much relaxed in this movie. He's not as, as, as insane as he was in the first movie, which I appreciate a lot. He was, was very toned, he was <laughs> and toned we, down. And we also get a chance to meet Derek's best friend, played by Timothy Oliphant. This movie had a lot of people in it that you don't realize until you get well. Like, oh, he's in this fucking movie too? Because yes. when I saw Sarah Michelle Gellar, I was like, okay. Okay, now that that's what you call a scream queen because she did that and I know what you did last summer in the same in the year. Same year, yes, embedded in both. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> oh yeah, you died in both. Buffy training did not help for any of these movies. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't. But uh, so Sydney gets a prank call in the morning. Hello, Sydney. But you know, she's like, all right, whatever. Because now the night's ninety-seven. We now call her ID. 
Yes. <laughs> it's the big thing in 97. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, back because of 1997, you get the caller ID is like a separate machine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so I'm looking at your phone or looking at the cordless at the time. Like, who is this? Hold on. We got this other machine real quick. Wait a minute. This is uh, uh, Will Gillis, or whatever the fuck his name is. He goes, damn. Like, shit. Oh. oh. So, good, yeah. Nice try, dick. <laughs> um,. And so, uh, of course, you know the the the, the campus is, is really on this whole. Oh my God! It's a year later. Of course, the bitch who brought this issue to our school is right there. <laughs> and so she finds I, out about it. I'm not gonna hang out with her because she brings death where she goes. And um, actually, no. Everyone seems to want to hang out with her still, and all of her friends are like, "Oh yeah, we're still here for you." And then later on, it doesn't really work out too well for any of them. So, because uh, you all bit it, yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, she goes to to seek out Randy to mm -hmm. see what's going on. And then we get the scene where in a film class uh, where they're they're discussing films and sequels. Um, and this is uh, the worst teacher because these kids sit and talk for five minutes about sequels, and he does he just sits there, doesn't really say anything. He just lets it happen until. The bell rings. Like, all right, guys, that's the end of the class. Like that. Well, well, well there's that, and I, and I do believe whatever he was talking about has nothing to do with the initial conversation. It, actually, that's true. They, yeah, uh, they just His, bring up sequels. The question, he, the question he presents to the kids, and their response to that question has had nothing to do with each other. Like he was talking about, you know, how the movie and what's going on in, in on, on campus now. You know, don't they go hand in hand? Like, no, because sequels initially suck. <laughs> And then that sparks the whole like three minute discussion about oh what sequels are good, which is dumb to begin with. Like there are definitely good sequels out there. Why would who why would you even ask that serum show? Rush Hour Two. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Rush Hour Two was actually better than Rush Hour One. Hmm. Now they got Rush Hour Three though. Did that happen already? That did happen already. Oh, See, okay. that, that's how bad it was. <laughs> Motherfuckers, it's still in production. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, it's already on. I believe it's on TNT now. The last time I saw it, probably is. <laughs> but um, uh, we we get Dewey. Dewey comes back with a, with a bit of a a, a gimp like approach. Uh, that limp he's got going on. Yeah, there. very much. A, okay, anyway, but uh, and of course, you know, everybody's favorite backstabbing bitch, Gail Weathers, is back in the in, back in the play. And uh, back to bitch mode. Back you, to trying to get interviews with Sydney. Sydney is back to knocking her out. <laughs> All the greatest hits are here. Yes. It's Scream 2. Oh, yes. Now that's what I call Scream Volume 2. It's <laughs> yeah. officially out. Um, so so uh, Gail pretty much stages a, uh, a confrontation slash interview or attempt at such with, uh, with uh, Cotton Weary, which his name still bothers the <laughs> fuck out of me. Oh, God, I hate his name. Leave Shriver, Leave Shriver plays Cotton to, Weary to finally do some acting and not just be in news footage <laughs> in the first movie. Looking very stone faced <laughs> and, um, just, and just be very weird. Listen, say, I forgive you. I, I forgive myself. Gail, Gail, Gail. Yeah, so so she so she stages this this. Um, this uh, interview, or the, kind of like this, this bum rush, if you will, between yes, it's, a, it's a definitely an ambush <laughs> between uh, Sydney and Cotton, who was like, "Oh, this motherfucker killed my mama. <laughs> I want to talk to him right now." So instead of her punching out Gail, this time she gives Gail a nice good old five hand, five figure <laughs> pimp slaps. Oh my I god, I, got, I just got hit again. 
And so, and not to mention, um, Kenny, the cameraman from the first movie uh, for Gail, who died, uh, has now been replaced by uh, Dwayne Martin yes. as uh, Joel, Joel yes. who, who is now who's very much hip to like, listen, I'm not dying for no stupid shit. Well, the thing is, he, he didn't even know. He didn't even read the book beforehand. He's reading it as the movie progresses, as people are pi- bodies are piling up. Uh, you would think that uh, this movie, based off of real life murders, he would go ahead and read before he decides to go ahead and relocate and uh, join <laughs> join team. <laughs> you know, like, oh, this lady who was in this series of murders before is now. In a ball involved with the second series of murders, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and join up with her. Hell yeah, I'll be the camera because this sounds good. Yeah, this is a very good opportunity for me. Yes, I mean, not to mention, he, he can't. He, I think the last thing he was known for, he, he, he filmed a, a bingo competition or something like that. <laughs> Look, he was desperate. Okay, <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh, I know later that night, Sydney goes to this, um. It's a sorority, sorority party. party. Like these sorority girls come up and they're just they're just infatuated with Sydney and and they just well, they want her to come for whatever reason. I don't get why they're so obsessed with having her there, but they're like, yes, please come. And so yeah, she goes to the sorority uh, party and it's just sorority hijinks. And then we go over to Sarah Michelle Geller, Casey, who is the uh, uh, sober sister. Yes. So. That's all the reason to be in the house by yourself. By yourself. While the entire campus is at this one at particular this party. party That's cool. That's cool. And of course, she gets a phone call uh, thinking it's Ted, her drunk boyfriend, and it's not. It's uh, it's uh, our, our guy Ghostface on the phone. It's Ghostface voice. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, of course, uh, you know she's. I, I feel as if Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, you, you should know better because you were just and I know what you did last summer, but. <laughs> I, uh, you know, at least she attempts to get away because. Well, she attempted to get away, then she messed up and turned around, and then she was dead. Well, okay, so so when 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 these when the one who's the one sorority sister that that happens to be in the house that's about to leave the house, leaving her alone again, mm-hmm. um, they're talking, and of course the killer sneaks the killer right sneaks on right in, right in, which is uh, a very that whole scene I really enjoyed a lot. And uh, that was just nice too. They're talking, and he's just like, "Oh, here I am." Well, okay, Go so ahead and so you don't see me. Here. I'm gonna slide by. Don't forget to put the alarm on. Yes, exactly. I love that line. <laughs> Close the door, turns the alarm on. Like, I guess oh, who's in there now? Hey, it's not you. You wish it was Ted, don't you? Don't forget to put the alarm on. But guess what, bitch? I'm already inside. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's a very short chase. Gets chases him upstairs, and I think she throws like a bike at him. She th- she throws like uh, some sort of a vase. Yeah, I think and, just anything. Yeah, like, and, and also at one point he double trips over a couch. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. be a screen movie if he, the killer yeah. wasn't just tripping. Over Clumsy as fuck. Yeah. yeah so did. so he trips over a couch. And he but runs upstairs. He, he gets to her pretty quick. Though. Throws a bike throws at him. Through, yeah. Throw, yeah, you know, and, and the bike, I guess it's a Huffy. So <laughs> he, he can by pretty fast. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, dodge that real quick. <laughs> and I meet you on this here uh, top floor. Throws her through the Throw door. Throws you through the door. I'm going to stab door. you like, yeah, 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 yeah. a couple times in the back. And then just tosses her like, all the right, back. Let's leave clues. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> So she falls, which appears to be pretty far. Yeah, but it's from the second floor, so I guess I don't, I don't know. But she falls and splats, and then uh, of course, 
at the at the party where Sydney's at at the uh, sorority house of I don't know what it is with the Scream universe, but anytime there's a killing far away, everyone pops up like, "Hey, somebody's dead. Let's go all check it out. Let's <laughs> all leave this party that's happening to go check it and out." And go towards danger. It happened in the first movie with the principal dying. Now it's here. It's like, oh, this one thing happened over here. Let's all leave and go over there. Hey, convenient for the but for the, the killer. But what they said was they didn't say it was a somebody died over. There. They said it's a bunch of police going well, over at the sorority house. Let's go check it out. Yeah, and the whole and the whole party's leaving. Oh fuck! I forgot my beer. <laughs> like they're all going over there to see what's going on. It is like, man, what am I missing here? Like, why are why we so are we going over there to, to check out police activity? That has nothing to do with us. <laughs> but whatever. So that leaves Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sydney there and with her, with her boyfriend, Derek, and Derek has her go inside to get her coat. And then they have this shot, this this resting shot on him with this ominous music. Once again, we're trying to like play up that anybody could be the killer. So we get this a couple times during the movie where you get these shots of Derek and he's looking kind of suspicious, uh, which is kind of annoying. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we I guess we got to, hey, her boyfriend was a killer last time, so it could be happening this time, too. Don't count him out. Don't count him out. And then, of course, she goes inside, and the most frustrating thing happens where the phone rings. She's not even in her own home. <laughs> this isn't any of her business. Why is she going to pick up this phone? Okay. She just had to get her jacket and leave immediately. Okay. So the phone it, rings, though. It, it, here's my thing. You make a very valid point. You're not even in your home. That's not our house. You, you don't doing? pay no kind of rent, no kind of bills. Who the fuck are you to be asking somebody else's phone? <laughs> well, exactly. And for some reason, she just cannot help but answer the phone. So, like, I mean, Cindy, you ready to go? Almost. <laughs> uh, are you about to answer that phone? <laughs> that has nothing to do with you, Cindy. <laughs> this ain't our house. Let's leave. It, it could be the killer. Well, he's calling whoever lives here, not you. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, she has to answer the phone. Of course, it's good old Ghostface on the phone. Yep. Hello, Cindy. Remember me? Which doesn't make sense because yeah. the, the original killers are dead, so... I don't know. And plus, you're answering the phone in somebody else's home, so I wouldn't even call him for you, <laughs> technically. <laughs> but you're answering the phone. Hello, Sydney. Um, of course, Killer Pops in there. For Teleports some, in there. For some reason, by the, do- the door. The door Derek is closed. The door's closed. And <laughs> he can't get in. She can't get out. <laughs> even if you turn the knob and simply ru- walk out, you can't. <laughs> but he's you know, running all through the house chasing Sydney. Derek finds a way to the back. Once again, another move I don't quite understand, but Sydney manages to get outside. The killer is all of a sudden gone. Derek goes, no, she goes, the killer's inside. Well, I'm going to check it out. Let me go in there then. 
Okay. Eric runs in there, and then here comes good old Dewey limping, <laughs> limping to the rescue, <laughs> trying his damnedest to get there. Sid, what's going on? <laughs> like, dude, if you can move, move a bit faster, you know what I'm saying? I, I think we can probably make it through this. And then we hear the all scream. Ah! <laughs> and then Dewey finds uh, Derek. And then shit happens to Derek. He, he slipped on some glass, okay? <laughs> no, no, the killer slashed Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> That's what happened to him. <laughs> but uh, as Derek's, you know, now they're in the hospital, Derek's telling his story to police. Um, Dewey's suspicious. Dewey uh. is suspicious of, as for everybody. <laughs> and. And I'm going to cover Dewey being suspicious later on, okay. but because this is a horrible acting job from David Arquette. <laughs> well, it was David Arquette. And we'll get to that in a second. Trying his best. But uh, the killer, in quotation marks, cuts Derek, uh, but Dewey and the police arrive, prompting him to flee, right? Yes. Next morning, Gail discusses the case with the police, and, and like upon realizing that Cece's real name is Casey. Casey, yes. She uh, comes to the fact that the killer is a copycat who targets students who share the same names as the Woodsboro here. murder victims. Now, this is what I find the credit to be fucking lazy. There's no direct, there's no direct connection, except you got the same, got name, the same name as the last chick I killed last year. So you gotta die too. Mm, your name's Maureen. You're the only Maureen here in this school. I guess you got to die. <laughs> All right, let me go ahead and sharpen my knife. Uh, so, so John. They've got nothing to do with Sidney Prescott. Nothing. Except you have the same name, so you got to die. Now they gotta die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that afternoon, um, uh, Gail is with Dewey, and uh, okay, so Gail, Dewey, and Randy—they're on—they're on the campus lawn. Trying to figure out what's going on. Joel, Dwayne Martin, he's pretty much like, listen, this is some some this creepy some shit. Stuff. This is stupid. I'm going to go take a break. Go get some Dunkin' Donuts. Yep. It's, I'm, I'm not going to leave it go back where I came from. I'm going to get some donuts and hope my sugar high would give me nice where I need to be. <laughs> but as Dewey, Gale, and Randy are trying to figure out what's going on, Randy gets a call from the killer. Yes. And unfortunately... Just to kind of skip through shit because I feel like Gail and Dewey dip out to figure out who Randy talking to. You're on a fucking college campus where everybody has a cell phone. <laughs> yes, exactly. So let's just go beat up everybody I'm with a, the cell I'm phone. I'm gonna beat up and tackle everybody I see on the phone. <laughs> there was who one, talking to? There's oh, okay. one part where Gail takes the phone and then Dewey jumps off of like. <laughs> He jumps off of something onto the guy. He, he jumped yeah. off of like he jumped off like this like high step <laughs> that really wasn't really necessary like to that, jump off. Like of. Gail took the phone already. You don't need to jump on the guy. And you already got a limp. Don't that hurt? Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, leaving Randy. Meanwhile, leaving Randy by himself. And this was also like uh, coincidence, uh, and all the many coincidences that Randy ends up. Right where the killer is. In, in front the van, of the van. In front yep. of the van. And then, but unfortunately, he starts talking mad, mad shit about uh, Ghostface. Loomis. Uh, or Ghostface. Or Ghostface. Depending on how Billy Loomis. Billy, yeah, Billy. Well, he started talking about Stu as well, but, you know, Billy Loomis is what we find out later is what ends up getting him 
killed all because, because he was talking all that big boy shit. Yeah, and then he just gets yanked <laughs> right into uh, the van. <laughs> yanked in and car. And then right as he gets yanked into the van, a couple of stoners oh, come by <laughs> playing some Cottonmouth Kings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to cover up the cover up the sound. The sound. This not to mention murdered. the motherfucker who's, who's <laughs> with them dancing along to the shit. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, how fucking convenient is this? <laughs> <laughs> so, nobody's hearing the stabbing or the screams because nope, you got cop mouth going on. Thrown into a window, and all the rounds. And America, we're fucking pop lock right now. Goddamn it, we're going. <laughs> cop mouth king. It's the cop mouth king. And then after they leave, she goes ahead and finishes them off with like four stabs, which produces all this blood all over the place. Yep, that scrambled all over his face mm-hmm. and body. Yep, and of course, you know, you know, uh, once they come back to the well, correction, once you realize where's Randy? Oh, where's Randy? Now you want to know where Randy is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Hey, here's Joe. Hey, who broke up my who broke my window? Open the door. There's dead Randy. And there's dead <laughs> Randy's hella dead. The ghost face mask is on the seat. <laughs> Joe passes Joel out. Joe passes out. Gail screams. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> so we we say goodbye to Randy now. Yes. <laughs> Randy is gone. I was very sad. Actually, when I first saw this movie as a kid, because uh, I thought he was my favorite character, so I cried immediately after he he was killed, and my mom was upset. She was like, oh, you're, you're, I shouldn't have brought you to this movie because it's a horror movie and you can't handle it, you little bitch. <laughs> she didn't say all that. But you, you're being weird. <laughs> so the next scene, she's in the library. When night falls. Uh, no, it's not no, 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 it's, still, it's still day. It's still day. She's in the library. On uh, her old ass computer, and uh, she the computer's being dumb. Macintosh, Macintosh one. 87 and 97. <laughs> and uh, and and then messages start popping up. Oh, you're gonna die tonight. Oh no, the killer's here. Uh, at this point, she has two detectives following her, uh, who pop up. And these are have to be the worst detectives because the chief like earlier says I have my two best detectives watching her. But then one grabs her, puts her away, and is like, stay here. And then they leave to go figure out who the, where the killer is, which is dumb because the killer could just get her right there if they needed to. So it's automatically too. they're failing at their job. And then who pops up? Cotton Weary. <laughs> Being creepy as fuck. Still needing that interview <laughs> with Sydney. That's his whole goal, this whole movie. I need to get an interview. Let me get that interview. All right. So okay, so Dewey and Gail they're going over these over the tape of uh, Ghostface killing Randy. Yeah, after after uh, they they take in Conway. They, they, they take in Conway. They can't hold him because he, there's no evidence. And then so they're like, hey, let's check out these tapes. Maybe we can find the killer on yeah, there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so go back to the schools, like hoping to find some clues. Class, yeah, yeah. Put on these tapes, hoping to find some clues. Uh, which naturally leads to them reconciling and then making out, almost having sex. As as what would happen naturally yeah. in a in a in a situation where there's a killer running around. Sex, sex you. must be had. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And sex was going to happen. She took off her shirt, uh, her jacket. She was getting ready. They were getting ready to get down. Do we uh, had that limp ready to go? Yeah. Yep. No limp in the dick. Uh, <laughs> just in the arm. Uh, but then uh, no the limp in the pool tank. And the footage changes, and it starts. We're seeing footage of the the, the, the the murder victims, and Gail were like, "Oh, this isn't my footage. 
what's happening? And they look up. Oh, there's Ghostface. Ghostface is in the projector room. <laughs> <laughs> he, Ghostface knows how to work all of that. Very, uh, very smart cookie that Ghostface is. And once again, and just smart, everybody in this movie is just smart because as soon as they see the killer, I'm going to go up there. Why? Why would you do that? So Dewey, his limp and all, tries to limp up the stairs, uh, goes inside of the room. Uh, killer's gone. Killer has teleported downstairs, <laughs> pops up right behind Gail <laughs> to jump scare her. <laughs> and then here comes Dewey falling down the stairs. Uh, uh. <laughs> he, tries, he just falls. Bless his heart, but he falls. Special officer Dewey. <laughs> it's very ineffective. So Gail books it. She leaves. She is gone. Leaves him. She leaves him, and she is just running through the hall, which is this is also a very nice scene because it's very tense. She goes into the uh, the sound room, uh, and there's just like this really just this cat and mouse game going on where she's trying to avoid the killer, and she's going between these walls and whatnot, and she finally ends up in the room, the soundproof room, and she locks herself inside. Uh, the killer's hot on her heels. Uh, Dewey has recovered from his stair fall, mm-hmm. and uh, he pops up in the room. He's in the opposite end. Uh, uh, he starts banging on the window to get her attention, but soundproof, so she can't hear. Uh, and he's just hitting on the window, and then up oh, there's Ghostface to stab him right in the back. Finally, uh, figures out the the equipment, the mic equipment, and then uh, gets her attention right in time to see him get stabbed the fuck up. Good old Dewey. Yeah, and um, and you know what? Good on them. You know because <laughs> the, the the score and everything like going on at the time. Like it was like, oh man, this is really sad. Like just how it was, and like him up against the glass, uh, the blood and everything, and then her just crying. Uh, it was really well done. And then it's right back in the all right survival mode because uh, this killer has the sight set on me. Uh, you know, so she knocks the the case in front of the door so the killer can't get in. And at this point, she is just. She is mentally checked out. She just sits <laughs> on the ground and just she is a little she is reverted to, to to a little child. She sits on the ground and she's just covering her ears like nope, nope, <laughs> nope I'm, I'm tired. Done. I'm done. I I'm am done. done. <laughs> no more for me, thank you. <laughs> I have checked out. No, I've checked out. Um so the two two officers drive uh Sydney and Haley to a, a, a local police station. Uh yeah, they're going to driver and then we got Derek also still being kind of like weird. Kind of odd, you know. But then we get the, the soror- his his fraternity brothers come and they they take him away and because earlier in the movie he did some uh some lovey-dovey stuff or, or gave it- her gave her uh Sydney his letters. I believe. What you got his ass beat. Yeah, so like they, they string him up and they're like throwing beer on him and they're partying and everything. So that's that. And then so we got the detectives, the two best detectives in the world, whisking them <laughs> off to safety. Uh, of course, they don't make it. <laughs> because here's good old Ghostface again. Uh, like you like motherfuckers always get in the damn way, I'm telling you. <laughs> punching straight through the window, cutting uh, one of the detectives' throats. So he's gone. That's, that's it for him. Uh, proceeds to beat the shit out of the second cop, uh, and then he gets into the driver into the driver's seat. He's behind the wheel now, uh, and then the second cop is like, "Oh, freeze, motherfucker!" or whatever. He's in front of the car. Ghostface is in the car at the wheel. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna? Oh man, let me let me stop. I guess I'm under you arrest. You when you really think about it, when when we find out who Ghostface is, like you, this took a lot of strength. 
<laughs> for it to be you to be the killer. Well, you know what? For this particular one, I think it was the... Uh, well, we'll get to who it was or whatever, but I don't think this is the one you're thinking of who was doing all of this. But All the physical shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, in this particular scene with beating up cops and whatnot. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, like, the, uh, the other killer definitely for, like, pulling Randy in and manhandling him. Like, that took a lot for this particular person to be, like, doing. So, let's talk about when, when he gets knocked unconscious. Ghostface, I mean. Yeah, because he drives the car. He smashes into the cop. They crash. The cop gets pipes impaled in his head or whatever. He's dead. Uh, Ghostface is knocked out. And one of the poles is jutting uh, through the cage. Uh, so, Sydney tears the cage down uh, and then has to climb over Ghostface to get out of the car because, of course, the doors won't open. Um, and so she's just, she ends up getting this dumb curiosity where she has to know. She who wants the to unmask is. him. She tries to unmask him and but, then she hits the horn and it's like, all right, the, 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 like, her friend's like, no, nah, you need to stop that. Get out of the car. Yeah, because, because, because I feel like, you know, if there's ever a, a black friend that gave some really good advice, <laughs> it was Haley at that time because. Yeah, don't do that again. You really want to <laughs> unmask him. Bitch, let's run. <laughs> let's, let's get the hell let's out of here. Let's get the hell out of here. Two cops are dead. Two of the best. And he's not officially out. dead yet. <laughs> he's just taking a quick nap. So let's run. Let's get the hell out of here. So she gets out, and then uh, Haley eventually gets out too. Um, and then so they run a little ways away until Sydney is just like, ah, you know what? Nah, I got to figure out who this is. And this leads to the killer once again teleporting. <laughs> Because there is no way that they were uh, they were able to like not see him getting out of that car. They least, weren't far at least at all. struggling to get out of the car. Yeah, like he's just gone. She goes back. He's gone. What? And then out of nowhere, Ghostface grabs Haley, Haley and stabs and her. Just stabs her multiple times, and uh, forcing Sydney to flee. <laughs> yeah. And now this was dumb because he's chasing her at first, and he stops and he's like, Ah, you know what? She's just gonna go where I need her to go. Uh, and so, of course, because that's what the plot needs to do to move along, she goes exactly where. <laughs> <laughs> she, you know, and it looks like they're in a, in a, like, a downtown area. Like, there's stores around. You would think maybe she would try to, like, I don't know, pop in there, call the cops. She runs all the way back to the university. So, so who goes to go back to the school, school auditorium? <laughs> to find Derek tied to a crucifix in the auditorium. In the auditorium. His mouth gagged with duct tape. <laughs> Uh, City unties him. Or she she goes to untie him. Goes to untie him. But Ghostface pops up. Teleports to the fucking auditorium. <laughs> who was just downtown with Sydney. That's longer. But use those good old teleportation powers to get there just in the nigga time to stop. And, uh, and, and For the record, Scream is the first horror movie to have a beam me up Scotty killer. <laughs> a beam me up A beam me up Scotty. He gets beamed everywhere he needs to be. <laughs> no, no. Jason, he doesn't run. Jason does it. Uh, he teleports, Michael Myers teleports, like, pretty much every city they teleport. Like, they'll just be in one area walking, and then the next minute they're behind on top of a you. roof on, like, right and, behind and they're you. now behind you. Punching your head off. Not out of breath from running. <laughs> nope. He, he's, he's pretty much good. <laughs> good to go. Okay. Um, so yeah, here's the ghost face, and he's like, nope, don't you untie him, because he's my partner. And now Sydney, who's been, like, very suspicious of him this whole time, you know, which makes sense because her killer was her boyfriend was a killer the last time, so it makes sense. Um, and he's like, "Nope, I'm not the killer. I'm gonna fucking kill you." Blah blah blah. Um, oh, the killer on masks. It turns out to be good old creepy Mickey, Mickey. the Timothy creepy, creepy Tarantino film student. Um, 
It's Timothy Oliphant, uh, which pretty much is what pre- I'm pretty sure people expected uh, to be. I definitely did. Uh, I was like, okay, the one one of them at least is definitely going to be Mickey because, of course, it is. Um, Why not? Throughout the movie, he's kind of casting. It's I, I, it's very subtle. I just got it upon rewatching it, but he's casting blame on a lot of people. Like he's casting suspicion. Like he at one point like suggests like, oh maybe it's Randy or. He uh, he's talking to Sydney at the hospital when Derek gets cut. He's like, "Oh, I would even go back in there." I'm like, it, it's very subtle. It's like, oh, "Okay, I see what he's doing there." So you're clearly man. a killer, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely like, "Oh, okay." To everyone who's not in this film, you're the killer. <laughs> and so, uh, of course, as all killers do, at the end of the movie, they, they go detail ahead and the entire detail fucking their plot. Entire plot. <laughs> so I was born in Jonesboro, Mississippi, <laughs> and I feel like I don't want to kill somebody. Dude. <laughs> So he details the whole plan and becoming <laughs> famous. Uh, and then, of course... He convinces Sydney, oh, I, that's my partner there. He also announces his accomplice, who happens to be. Well, he shoots Derek first. Shoots Derek first. Shoots Derek first and like, oh, guess what? He wasn't my partner. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, but guess who's my partner? Guess who's my partner is... Debbie Solo. And everyone's like, what? Why? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. But it's a twist. There's a twist. The twist is. She's holding Gail at gunpoint. She brings in Gail. Sydney's like, mm, Gail. Mm, shoot that hoe. No, it's not me. Why would it be me? And then, oh, it's Debbie Salt. And then Sydney knows automatically, oh, Mrs. Loomis. Like, and Gail's like, what? <laughs> and then this is where Timothy Oliphant, Timothy Oliphant starts chewing the scenery. And he's like, Billy Loomis' mother. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing with your body? You know what's funny about that whole situation? <laughs> he remains entirely calm, weird, but calm throughout the movie, up until he's now up being until, known. Yep, until it's And then he gets, Billy Loomis' mother. Like you Didn't see it coming, did you, Sydney? Mm, like, like, calm down. <laughs> Why are you stew too electric boogaloo now? <laughs> Why did you just go from chill? But wait, there's your <laughs> I feel like he gets super animated once we now know he's a killer. Like, like dude, you've been the killer this whole time. Can't you stay cool? Nah, it can't be. So, so he basically outlines is like, okay, what's going to happen is, is I'm just going to blame it on the movies, and then everything will be fine. I'll get Johnny Cochran, the dude to run my case for me. Uh Every, like the church will pay for my 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 legal fees. I'm good. I'm set. You know, I want to get caught. I'm just gonna blame it on the movies. That'll be it, and I won't get jail time. And then Debbie Salt's like, ah, no, <laughs> and then <laughs> shoots him multiple times. And then, uh, no, wait a minute. <laughs> Audible, I'm gonna call real quick. <laughs> or I'm killing somebody. Today. Or or we can do this. <laughs> pew pew. So shoots him. And then Gail tries to run away, and she gets shot by Mickey. I don't know why Mickey shoots her, and not Debbie Salt, but shoots Gail. Gail falls into an abyss. <laughs> Below the stage, which is normally the abyss. And then, so, once again, we got to get uh, Debbie Salt's detailed uh, plan as to wh- why she's doing what she's doing. And it's good old-fashioned revenge. Uh, Sydney's uh, mother is the reason for her family life uh, being shattered. Uh, and then Sydney killed her son uh, last year. So now Debbie is obviously sane. And as all <laughs> sane people would do, you got to kill the person who killed your son and ruined your marriage. Uh, so now she wants to kill Sydney. And basically, she set it up to where Mickey will be the killer. 
uh, he'll get blamed, but he's dead. And then Sydney will have been killed by Mickey as well because she's going to shoot her. And then but then we get a fight. We get yeah. we get a Sydney Mrs. Loomis fight, and it was actually pretty good. Uh, a she, pretty pretty good throwdown. Yeah, like she uses the uh, the auditorium to her her advantage. Uh, she starts messing with all sorts of buttons and levers, and everything starts coming <laughs> down on her. There's like lightning, and she's getting spooked. And then next thing you know, the arrow crack from Global Guts on Nickelodeon falls down on her uh, and buries her. And you think she's all she's safe, but nope. Here comes Mrs. Loomis again, popping out of the mountains and or the rocks. And let's not forget Cotton Weary. Yep, she, he intervenes. she's about to kill Sydney. Cotton Weary comes up with the gun, uh, just being still being creepy and weird, just trying to figure Shoots out what's going right on. What's going on here? Uh, and then so basically, Mrs. Loomis is like, "Oh, let me let me kill her." You know, she basically ruined your life, sent you to jail for a year, so. She should die. And, uh, you know, Khan's like, yeah, hey, maybe that's a good idea. But, hey, maybe I won't. Uh, maybe I'll <laughs> save you if you give me that interview. And Sydney's like, all right, cool. All right, cool. And then shoots, uh, shoots Mrs. Loomis. In the throat. In the throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, and then Cotton backpedals like, oh, I, I would never hurt you, Sydney. Uh, Still looking creepy. Yeah, still being creepy. Like, just just give me the gun. Just give Sydney the gun. And then, up oh, jump scare. Here's Gail. <laughs> Gail's still alive. They pull Gail out. Uh, Gail wants a gun, too. Because <laughs> why not? Uh, and so they're staring at uh, Debbie Salt. And, uh, like, is she dead? I don't know. We don't know. Sometimes they come back. And then who jumps up? Mickey! <laughs> and instead of doing anything like coming up quietly and trying to hurt them, he pops up and screams. <laughs> <laughs> Arms in the air, not doing anything, which leads to him getting shot multiple times. By Sydney and Gale. And Gale. Mm-hmm. And he flies back into some more rubble. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sydney, who is basically just hardened at this point, shoots her body in the head. Shoots Debbie Salt's body in the head for good measure. Just to make sure she's just actually to make sure gone. She, yeah, she's yeah. actually gone. Which is something I probably would do, too. Yeah. I said, fuck that. I'm going to take a little chance with y'all ass. Like, you know what? You just killed so many of my loved ones. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Bam. So when the police get there the next morning, uh, Gail finds Dewey <laughs> did, alive. Dewey somehow survived once again. <laughs> alive. With, with an even worse limp than he did before. <laughs> and uh, he Joel just, comes back. <laughs> Joel's around. <laughs> Joel must have heard. <laughs> Someone must have like sent him a message like, "All right, this done." They're like, "All right, cool, all right, cool." cool. I'm, 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 I'm on the uh, 95 right now. I should be there pretty soon. <laughs> but uh, uh, everyone surrounds Sydney like, "Oh, please interview." And she passes. She goes like, interview Cotton. It please. Off to uh, yeah, go to Cotton man. He's the hero here. So Cotton finally gets his uh, his just due for going to jail for a, a year, being falsely accused. And uh, he's like, hey, you know what? There's a time, there's a place, there's money for interviews. Uh, give me a call when you got some money. And uh, <laughs> it would be a hell of a movie. And it's like, man, people just died. <laughs> like, not two hours but ago. But damn it, Stab 2 was coming. <laughs> <laughs> Stab 2, Electric Boogaloo, was definitely on his way. And now Sydney walks off uh, with no friends, no boyfriend. Uh, everyone close to her basically mentally dead. fucked up, just just mentally fucked up. But we get some uh, wonderful uh, <laughs> '90s music to close us out once again. <laughs> scream two, <Collect> <laughs> and uh, boom, scream two. So that's scream two, <laughs> and that is um, scream two. Thank y'all for hanging. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so before we get into uh, our uh, t- our uh, takeaways here, uh, how does Scream Two at all <laughs> compare to Scream One? Uh, I, I like Scream Two a lot. Like as I as I said uh, multiple times, uh, I think um, I, I I mean Scream the very first Scream it you know is kind of like. Uh, this pioneer of this uh, new uh, genre of uh, horror movies back in the 90s. So, of course, it's going to be the one that, you know, gets fondly remembered the most. But for me, Scream 2 was always uh, better for me. It was it was funner. It, it was it was it was better. Uh, I like the college setting. Um, you know, I liked, you know, I like the killer's motives there, too. Um, they're kind of, you know, on paper, a little dumb. Uh, and you can see it's being Mickey from far away but i like the fact that he's like oh i want to be caught and you know i'm just gonna blame it on the movies and that's just how it's gonna go and i'll be fine i'll just get you know i'll still throw me in a mental institution or something i'll be fine whatever (laughs) um so you know it's it's bigger it's funner um you know i just i i enjoy it a lot uh can't say the same for the next movie but uh hey Dion richmond's in scream three okay (laughs) indeed he is (laughs) and then he gets the sarah michelle geller treatment gets thrown off a balcony (laughs) good old axe out of here (laughs) all right all right so uh takeaways jace battle who's getting your uh that guy award oh boy okay uh well last time uh last time i gave it to dewey (laughs) (laughs) in the first movie uh, I will not do it this time. Uh, this time, I believe I am going to give it to Mickey. Okay. Uh, because up until the, the reveal and where he just starts chewing up scenery and whatnot, he's um, he's you know, chewing. Yeah, he, he's chewing uh, for sure at the end there. Uh, but uh, throughout the movie, like like I said, like he was kind of planting seeds of doubt all over the place. Like, oh, Derek, oh, Randy. Um, and it's Me. very subtle, <laughs> and uh, he's 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 kind of he's kind of a fun character. He's not too over the top like uh, like Stu was in the beginning in the, in the very first movie. Because even before he was revealed as a killer, he was the guy was just too much. <laughs> uh, but Mickey was Mickey was just kind of like this cool kind of character, just playing in the background, you know, making things happen. Uh, but honorable mention to Randy because he mellowed out a lot and he was pretty cool. That was probably Jamie Kennedy's best performance <laughs> that he's ever given, <laughs> which is not saying much at all. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I, I the mask. I enjoyed him in this one too. But yeah, I think Mickey. I guess I'm going to give to who's getting your uh, that chick award. That chick is going to go once again to Sydney, Miss uh, Prescott. Yeah, because um, you know she's she's smart. Once again, she straddles that line of being, you know, she's not too over the top, but she's not too boring. She's just right in the comfortable middle. She fights back, you know. Uh, she's definitely uh, someone who is like, you know, she's, she's fighting in the beginning, but towards the end of everything, she's had enough. She's, you know, she's she has that scene earlier where she's talking to the uh, the drama teacher and she's saying she's a fighter. Uh, and she ends up earning that uh, later on. So I'm going to give uh, that chick to Sydney for sure. Yes. All right. Uh, this Fool Award. This Fool is going to be Cotton Weary. <laughs> <laughs> when he, I, I think it was this Fool last year, too. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I think for me last year, I think it was Stu, possibly. Probably was too, yeah. Uh, I think for you, though, it was definitely Cotton Weary. But for me this year, it's Cotton Weary because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh his whole motive is just being creepy and trying to get an interview. And it's like, if you want this interview, try not being creepy. 
Like, don't corner a girl in the library. Send an email. Yeah, like, maybe, like, hey, uh, maybe a phone call, maybe an email, maybe a... A page. uh, Yeah, but uh, just popping up on a girl in the library and and holding her arm and, like, ah, don't you... <laughs> like, dude, you're being creepy. There's a killer running around. You can't be doing that. You can't be acting like a killer when there's a killer running around. So what's your problem? It's going to cotton for sure. All right, uh, give me your uh, uh, cut that out. Cut that out is going to be that 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 drama scene, that 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 theater scene where Sydney is performing the rehearsal. Then the rehearsal, yeah. Right, like, right. there's a lot of good. Like, there's a. A lot of scenes in here where I, I started to think about maybe I can cut it out, but it plays a larger purpose later on in the movie. But this scene is just kind of like, ah, she just gets spooked. Yeah, like she, nice, she's, nice healthy scare. Yeah, it's like she's she's doing a, the play, and then it seems like a bad idea to begin with where there's people with knives coming and at mask. her. And mask. Like, you would think she just went through this ordeal a year, like ago. A year ago, and now <laughs> she's going through it again. So let's do this play where she's getting chased around with people in masks with knives and then she sees the killer and then she freaks out and like that was kind of the only reason for that and it was like ah, it's kind of unnecessary so I don't need it all right and your iconic scene uh definitely once again uh, it's gonna be the opening uh it's it's wild it's crazy you got the the, the cliche black uh uh characters not making it um uh, despite how insane their deaths were like just how the killer was able to get away with them like they were they were nice like uh the the stab through the heads you know it's just whatever i definitely would go with the uh the 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 opener uh with a close second honorable mention being the whole uh gail and dewey are in the uh the, the the auditorium or wherever they are trying to uh check out the footage uh with the killer and the the chase with gail like, that was very well done. It's very tense. Uh, so I enjoyed that one a lot. But probably the opener is definitely the – I think that's the one that, you know, it, it was the one that got spoofed in, in scary movies. So it, it's it's iconic for sure. Okay, so for me, my That Guy Award is going to go to Joel. Joel, okay. And that the reason makes, why, because Joel sense. best represents me in a situation like this. Um, once I realize what's actually going on, I do my best to bow out, <laughs> kind of disappear. And when things kind of clear up, I'll come back around and see what's going on. <laughs> but, you know, you, you know, but if I hear that your last cameraman didn't make it out of this ordeal <laughs> and he was your cameraman for the exact situation, I don't really want to be around. Then not to mention one of the survivors got killed in my van. <laughs> I don't want to be around for this. So I, like, I like where Joe's head was at. I gotta give it to Joel with the honorable mention to Randy because he does bring in, he does you know reel it in, and this could be very well be Jamie Kennedy's best performance he's ever given. <laughs> uh, the That Chick Award is gonna go to Sydney again because she's a rider. She's not about the bullshit. She's a uh, as somebody who you're supposed to root for to hope get out of the same situation. She makes decent enough decisions. To where I see how you're gonna make it out of the situation. And the dumb Fuck. decision she does make is just it's because of distress. It's like there's a killer running around. You don't necessarily have you know the mental capacity to be like, oh, let me do this or whatever the case may be because you're getting chased. So right. it's like whatever. But generally, she's very smart and whatnot. She's pretty tough. 
Uh, and there was that nice where the, the, the person calls her and is like, oh, hey, Sydney. Yeah, yeah. She's just very whatever about it. She's like, oh, this is, this is some dude playing around. Yeah, she got a smart. She she, she now has a, a, call, a caller ID machine. You yeah. have to grab, which is like a foot from where the actual phone is at. <laughs> but, you know. Had that been Jennifer Love Hewitt, she'd be screaming all over the place. And what are you waiting for? Huh? Like, well, you, I'm gonna come get you now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, the This Fool Award. Ah, I struggle with This Fool Award a lot because I want to give it to Dewey, but Dewey's been through enough turmoil between this movie and the last one. Be like, you know what? All right, I'll let you slide. So fortunately, and fortunately, Cotton Weary's getting my This Fool Award because I hate his fucking name. And then, as somebody. Who did time for murder he allegedly did not commit? You would think, man, I, 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 I'm thinking about to wait until this whole uh, college murder thing kind of blows over, yeah, maybe and then out, I, maybe. And, and then go for the for the interview. I, I don't want to OJ bail out, and the next thing you know, I'm doing dumb shit to go back inside. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't want to do that. God, no, let me just corner this girl in the library. Like, like, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, you know what I do? I'm a corner in the library. I'm gonna make her listen to me. Well, you are a convicted killer. Don't forget, <laughs> you kind of can't, you kind of can't you know, approach with that approach. I'm just saying, like, let's be smart here, Cotton. Uh, so yeah, Cotton Weary. Uh, outside the fact that I hate his fucking name, but yeah, he does idiotic shit. Idiotic shit. Um, <laughs> cut that out. I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. The whole rehearsal part had to go. Because you can tell it's only in the movie for a simple. Let's spook her up really quickly. Yes, that's because I remember when I, when I watched it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I wonder does he actually like cut Sydney? Nope. <laughs> nope. And, and then you wonder is he actually there? That's the thing too, because I thought I is she imagining this or is he act or, or, or is Ghostly there. actually yeah. there? It's like what's what's happening? Transporting between fellow cast members. Yeah. So eh, I could I could I could. Definitely I can leave it out that Yeah, way. I can definitely leave it. Uh, iconic scene, I'm, I'm going to steal yours as well. It has to be the opening scene because here's the first thing. The first thing is you have Jada Pinkett, who's all over the promotional material for this movie. She's on the cover. She's <laughs> on the cover. She's on the photo. She, she, she shares the screen face with Nev Campbell on the poster. But yeah, you die before we even know what we're watching. <laughs> before, before the actual title Scream 2 pops up <laughs> and so it's like either you have a hell of an agent or they just wanted you that bad to where like they wanted to put you on the poster in the main names of the cast Nev Campbell Courtney Gunther and Jada Pinkett's in this Maybe they wanted the same, the the uh, Drew Barrymore effect where it's like oh here's a big name, oh now they're dead uh, and it's um very oddly enough, Omar Epps didn't really get credited uh, at the end, the little end crawl. No, 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 not at like, all. It was just like, uh, I think maybe later on when they got the, <laughs> the actual, actual crawl and stuff, yeah. then it's like, like, it's, it's like, yeah, Jenny Pinkett Smith plays Maureen. Omar Epps plays the boyfriend. <laughs> like, oh, disrespectful. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like, he, he, was, he was the one that was uh, trying to be a pervert listening with some weird, <laughs> with some doing w- w- weird fucking going on in the <laughs> stall next door. But, yeah, so for me, that, that that's the iconic scene because you literally took, at the time, a pretty ideal actress, stuck her on the cover, stuck her on all the promotional material for her to die the first 10 minutes. Yes. Love it. I think Wu came out the following. 
<laughs> I believe Wu came out that following year after Jay Piggy got Wu from Scream Two. Tommy Davidson was and Tommy Davidson <laughs> and Tommy Davidson was never heard of again. Like dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Booty Call Two wasn't coming no time soon, so uh, who knows? Uh, all right, let's get a quick guess and let's wrap this shit up, man. Oh God! And I and I'm telling you right now, I don't think we're gonna do Scream Three anytime soon. So oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, the cast were not. Informed of the identity of the killer until the last day of principal photography. Also, the cast did not receive the last 10 pages of the shooting script until it was time to film the scenes contained therein. Furthermore, the last 10 pages of the shooting script were printed on gray paper in order to deter illicit duplications of them. All cast members were required to sign confidentiality clauses as part of their respective contracts that precluded them from discussing the outcome of the story and the killer's identity. Here's my thing. If, if I'm on set, no, that's way too much so for a fucking Wes Craven scream too. <laughs> but 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 let's just, if you want to be that secretive, you mean to tell me watching you know the things I did get to film, I'm piecing together who's the fucking killer in this movie. No, they just film different stuff too. Like, oh, it could be this person, it could be that person. You never know. Uh, Robert Rodriguez directed Scenes of Stab, the movie within a movie of Scream 2. Rodriguez directed Casey Becker's scene and the Sydney, Bill- Sydney and Billy scene. So he had a chance to watch Luke Wilson do a horrible Billy. <laughs> Not good at all, no. <laughs> it was very dumb. Um, okay, so around the 29-minute mark, Cece is telling her friend on the phone about a TV plot Sarah dumped Bailey. She's referring to the TV show Party of Five, which also starred Dev Campbell. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a nice yeah, nice little there. Kevin Williamson tidbit there. Yeah. 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 Uh, actors who auditioned for the part of Derek were asked to perform the scene in the cafeteria in which Derek sings, I Think I Love You, a cappella. So, in order to get a role in this movie, I'd have seen the Tom Cruise thing from a whole different movie. Oh, no, I believe that was David Cass- Cassidy. Was oh, David, David Cassidy? Cassidy? Yeah, yes, yes. Rest okay. in peace. Rest in peace. He just died. He just died. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, earned one-third of his, of his total gross of $101.3 million in its opening weekend. Word. Nice. Okay, good for that. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah. nice. Reese Witherspoon and Alicia Silverstone were both considered for the role of CeCe. Really? They, they they realized that their page was their their scenes were only like we're like one page long. <laughs> like yeah, nah, fuck uh, that. Easy work. <laughs> this is the longest running time for a screen movie, which it is. Yeah, two hours. Two hours That's flat. Long time, man. <laughs> for this to be a screen flick, you know what I'm saying? Um, various titles were considered for the sequel at different points in the film's production, including Scream Again. Scream louder oh, no. and scream the sequel. Oh boy, <laughs> scream again! So if it was called Scream Louder, the third had to be "Bitch, I can't hear you." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. The third one's called Horse. <laughs> called Horse. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a lozenge. <laughs> like, oh my god, my throat hurts so bad. <laughs> Part five. Uh, the tagline of Stabbed, the movie within the movie of Scream 2, is This is gonna hurt. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh 
That was for Stab? That was for Stab, yes. Great. I'm glad it had a tagline. <laughs> this big movie had a tagline. Um... After filming, Jada Pinkett Smith, who played Maureen, sent Wes Craven a set of steak knives for Christmas. Now, I don't know how you how you take such a gift as almost like, thank you for putting me in your movie, or motherfucker, I wasn't in this movie long enough. You got something coming. Hey, man, no, nah, that's easy money. You just go in there and do some stuff for a little bit, and then <laughs> like, and just, and like just die. <laughs> go in there and just die. You're all right. Um, and lastly... Lastly, uh, promotional photos for the film all featured Sarah Michelle Gellar paired with Jamie Kennedy. Their respective characters of Randy and Cece are always in complete agreement regarding sequels, the Rialto Theater murders, and real-life murders. Mm. Hmm. Were they? Okay, they were in the classroom together. Yes. Did they have other scenes, apparently, that did not make it? Or? No. As far as I know, that, that one scene that Sarah Michelle Gellar was never heard of again. <laughs> <laughs> so She was thrown out of she was throwing a window and pretty much she splatted. <laughs> um, the opening kill scene of the first movie it is, a, is a few seconds over 12 minutes. The opener for this movie is a few seconds over under 12 minutes. Oh, really? Huh. I was wondering if it like all kind of like synced up with the first one. Sure. All right. Last one. Last one. Last one. The, in the original ending, Gale gets killed by Cotton and Sydney and Cotton fight to the death. And it's possible Dewey died from his injuries in the projection room. It's possible. So she would have just been left with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> it was never confirmed if Dewey was ever heard of again. It's <laughs> possible. Well, that's the movie. Uh, thank you so much to Jace Battle oh, yes. for coming through, hanging out with us again for a, a second ride down the horror cliche heaven known as uh, Cream, cream 2. Cream scream 2. two. <laughs> it's a porn parody. <laughs> Uh, uh, so you have your uh, uh, your match coming up next Friday. Yes, next Friday, December fifteenth. I have figured out how to internet. Uh, sixty thirty five Harrison Drive is the FSW Arena. We'll be having an eight man tag team tournament that night, where me and the Strong Star Squad will become FSW tag team champions. Guarantee, Beach has nigga. Uh, also, <laughs> you can catch me in BBW uh, next uh, next year, January 7th. That's a Sunday. Maybe you go church. Maybe you come see me wrestle after that. Maybe. It's going to be 2 p.m. You see me there. Thank you. Arigato. And let the people know where they can find you. Oh, you can find me. It's Jace Battle on, on the Facebook. You can hit me up on Twitter at the Battle Brained. And then you can also hit me up on, uh, on I think I'm on uh, Snapchat. Uh, at Jace X Battle. Yes. Thank you. Arigato. Yes. Fucking Jace Battle, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. So, uh, what, what I got going on? Shameless plug. Let's do that shameless plug stuff. Oh. Uh, all right. So, Real Talk is coming back. Coming back very, very, very soon. We have, uh, I got a few reviews I'm, I'm shooting right now for the Disaster Artists and, and other stuff. But the two de debut episodes of Real Talk will be coming back in a few weeks. I'm doing my top 10 best and top 10 worst movies of 2017. I can't wait to do this list because there's a bunch of bullshit that came this year. All eyes <coughs> on me. <laughs> but whatever. But uh, back to the classes, a Facebook movie talk group is up and running. Jump on there. Join the conversation. You can find me on all the social media simply at I am Jay Alonzo. That's uh, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Instagram. I can't talk today, <laughs> but it's awesome. 
And um, of course, jump online to beatnetworkonline.com to get all your merchandise, all your links to all your favorite podcasts, as well as every event, current event going on right now in the uh, in our, our our troubled time, America. Whatever. <laughs> But uh, once again, we love y'all. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll be back next week right here on Back to Classics, right here on iHeartRadio. Peace, y'all. I'm out. Arigato.